Good morning. We're the Robinsons. Our scripture this morning is from Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 and 32. <clears throat> he told another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and planted in his field. It's the smallest of all seeds, but when it's grown, it's the largest of all vegetable plants. It becomes a tree so that the birds in the sky come and nest in its branches. We are thankful this morning for the gift of scripture. Amen. Amen. Please remember to take advantage of the Faith First that's on our website each week. You'll find scriptures as well as reflection questions you can use for your personal devotion. Well, we're now in our third week of the series Unlocking the Parables, and we've been talking a lot about the tendency to treat them like allegories. And when we talk about allegories, we mean where we take the story and we find the symbolism of each element and then we find the moral of the story, and then we kind of put it on the shelf without it truly changing us. If we're to hear the parables as those who sat at the feet of Jesus, then we need to read them as short stories intended to involve and engage and transform those who hear them. Jesus told stories consisting of elements that came out of ordinary life of the people of Galilee, and they should Take us, if we take them seriously, out of our comfort zone. These stories are heard best if we picture ourselves in the story. To ask what characters am I most like? To ask ourselves, how do we live the truth that is revealed by each parable? We've also advised you to look for the surprise in each of the parables. What is something would have caught Jesus' original listeners off guard? And sometimes that surprise is not evident because it's important to understand the first century world that Jesus and his listeners lived. Today, we look at a very short parable of the mustard seed. It may not appear to you to have much death, as short as it is, but when we, when we examine it carefully, I think we'll see that it speaks to us on many levels. Now, a little bit, I'll share all that you'll ever want to know about mustard seeds and mustard plants. But my guess is you might have a hard time relating to this parable if I don't help you capture the spirit of the parable. I imagine most of us don't have a lot of experience with mustard seeds and plants. But remember, Jesus was speaking to an agrarian culture. It would make sense to use illustrations and imagery that would be familiar with his audience. That's why we find so many parables that talk about soil and plants and seeds and vineyards. But my guess is if Jesus was sharing this parable today, he would use a little different story. He'd use an image that would better describe the spreading of God's kingdom that we're familiar with. He might say the kingdom of God is like a video that has gone viral. So think about that. After you grasp the dynamic expressed in this imagery, then the details I share about mustard seeds I think might be more meaningful. So let me share a great example of a viral that went of a video that went viral. I'm going to show you the video that was produced last fall by Mackenzie Adams. Mackenzie is a kindergarten teacher in Lake Stevens, Washington. She decided to post just a short TikTok video just to show her friends what it was like to teach virtually. Well, the video went viral and now has been viewed by over 10 million people. She's even been featured on the Morning Today Show. So take a look, and I think you might understand how this video went viral. The number four. Oh, 
and zero, that is four. What kind of pictures do we see over on our number four? Can you raise your hand? What's a picture that you see over here on our number four? Grayson, go ahead and turn your microphone on for me. What kind of picture do we see? Hmm. Can you get your microphone on so we can hear you? No. Yeah, what's a picture that you see, Grayson? For some reason, it wasn't working. Oh, but do you have it working now? It sounds like I can hear you. Yeah. So what's a picture that you see? I see a class of kids. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, a peach. Does peach have the letter T sound? Or no, not a T sound at the beginning. Peach. Oh, I've seen so many hands on heads. Yeah, that does not start with the letter T. Great job, spoons, back and bowls. Show me you're ready for the next one, kindergartners. Looking great, here we go. Ooh, what about a toe? Does toe start with the letter T? Show me your turtleneck if it does. Or no, toe does not start with T. Whoa! I've seen lots of turtlenecks because toe does start with T. Go ahead, give yourself a pat on the back. Keep up the great work. All right, and spoons and bowls, show me you ready for our next picture. Here we go. What about a cup? Does cup start with T, -t or no? Now, do you see why I went, went viral? Can I see some turtlenecks there? <laughs> so consider the elements in this viral video that might translate to what Jesus was trying to convey when he was talking about the kingdom of God being like a mustard seed. I mean, Mackenzie is just simply a humble teacher. She's just 24 years old. She has no ideas of fame in her or fortune in this post. She just wants to show her friends this is what her day is like. But what we see in this video is so much more than just a teacher doing her job. We get to see the passion that she brings to her life calling. We see how she throws her whole self into the task of communicating, knowing if she's to keep her students' attention, she's going to have to entertain those kindergartens to hold their attention. The viral went video the video went viral because Mackenzie's passion touched a spot on our hearts. 
It connects with the very best of us. It encourages us to bring that same passion to the tasks that are before us. The video so innocently conveys this passion, and so it becomes good news to us that has to be shared and thus goes viral. And no, in the grand scheme of things, this video does not change the world. There's nothing powerful about Mackenzie except that she throws herself into this vocation with such a force that it becomes contagious and encourages others to do the same. She doesn't change the world through her authority, but she lights a spark within anyone who watches that video and decides they can put a little more energy into the responsibilities they have in life. I believe that's the same spirit that's found in this parable of the mustard seed. So let me set the context. I want you to understand perhaps why Jesus shared this parable in the first place. And you're going to need to hear this before I give you this biology lesson. So you see, Jesus was surrounded by disciples and crowds who were looking for a Messiah. And their idea of Messiah was one who would be powerful enough to throw off the rule of Rome and set the people of Israel free. They saw in Jesus the fulfillment of their dreams. The trouble was their concept of the Messiah and Jesus' concept of the Messiah were vastly different. He was not going to rule by power or might, but through love and grace. It would not be long before Jesus would enter Jerusalem for the final time and Jesus' followers, they were ready to crown him king. And Jesus would teach them in that last week of his life that his kingdom was not about ruling, but about serving. Jesus would even get on his knees and wash the feet of the disciples. Jesus would ride in on a donkey instead of a tall white horse. Jesus would hang on the cross like a common criminal. Jesus knew that they didn't understand how the kingdom worked. So he tells this odd parable to express how God will help them spread the good news and grow the kingdom. So as I shared last week, it's important to look for the surprise in a parable. And you're going to find there's a few surprises in this parable. Jesus explains the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, the tiniest of seeds. Well, technically it's not the tiniest. Cypress and orchid seeds are are just slightly smaller. But still, for people of Palestine and Galilee, the mustard seed was what they would knew, know as the tiniest of seeds. It was one-tenth of an inch. 750 mustard seeds together made just weighed one gram. In other words, the rule of Almighty God does not necessarily establish a commanding presence. The kingdom of God can appear quite subtle. Another surprise that would have caught Jesus' listeners in Galilee off guard is that the mustard seed does not grow up to be a, some giant tree. The brassica nigra, or black mustard, which grows in Palestine, even under ideal conditions, only grows to about 8 to 10 feet. It's not really considered a tree as much as a large shrub, but it does grow big enough to provide a landing spot to birds to nest. Again, the kingdom of God doesn't tower over the powers of this world, and sometimes appears rather nondescript. The mustard seed also, though, was known for its sharp taste. It had municipal benefits, perhaps also known for its rapid growth. You've heard the phrase, it grows like a weed. That's what a mustard plant was known for in those days. In the ancient Near East, very few people 
would go out of their way to plant mustard because it was hard to control. Once it was in the ground, it just spread like crazy. Kind of like how dandelions are here in the Midwest. They're not exactly our favorite plant in the world because we had difficulty containing them. But they keep coming back. They grow, they spread, they show up in the most unexpected and sometimes unwanted of places. Pliny, the Roman naturalist, describes the mustard plant as follows. It grows entirely wild, though it is improved by being transplanted. But on the other hand, when, once it has been in the ground, it's scarcely possible to make yourself free of it, as a seed, when it falls, germinates at once. He also declares that mustard is extremely beneficial for the health and helpful in the treatment of snake and scorpion bites, toothache, indigestion, asthma, epilepsy, constipation, dropsy, lethargy, tetanus, leprosores, and other illnesses. And don't forget that Jesus also mentions birds in this parable. When you see how many times Jesus mentions birds, you sense that he's rather fond of them. Remember, Jesus instructs us to look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? So the mustard seed and the mustard plant have more than medicinal uses. They provide a place for God's valued creatures to nest and shelter from the environment. The mustard plant may not be as grand as a tall oak tree or the great cedars of Lebanon, but they still serve a valuable purpose in creation for both human and animal species. This is a parable that captures many aspects of the kingdom of God, all of which may speak to us in our circumstances. Let me see if I can list them. So, one, a mustard seed may appear to be insignificant, but Jesus suggests every seed is significant, as even one seed, when planted, grows into a plant. Therefore, no seed is or should be seen as insignificant. Each contains life within it. Even small, everyday actions have the potential to produce great things. Once planted, the growth that takes place is in the hands of God, and this growth is unpredictable, wild, and sometimes exponential. It grows like a weed and is beyond our control. We are a part of a larger process, something much bigger than ourselves. We do our part, and then God takes over. And finally, the modesty of a mustard plant suggests that while our actions may not appear momentous or grand, their benefit is persistent and valuable for all creation. Jesus is teaching that God's kingdom will grow in unexpected ways. Its reach will exceed even our best human intentions. Like a viral video that when something is posted, the person who's posted has no idea whether it's going to get five hits or five million hits. But what you do know, that it is scattered out there in the world, waiting to sprout and grow in ways that we do not yet know. Let me share a few examples of what I see as mustard seed faith lived out today. In inner city America a few years ago, rival gangs were warring against each other in two particular housing projects. An elementary school was located between the two projects. And one day, some school children were shot and killed in the crossfire. After the tragic shooting, the entire school attendance just started dropping. It dropped down to 
politicians seemed helpless in the situation. But then a nearby church decided to do something about it. Volunteers from the nearby church became walking school buses for the children. They go pick them up from their homes and then surround them and walk them to the school as sort of a layer of protection against any potential shooting. These church folk were willing to take a bullet so children they didn't even know could get an education. Well, student attendance rose from 20% to 98%. Now, did these walking school buses put an end to gang violence in America? No, but some mustard seed faith was lived out. We've seen that mustard seed faith show up here in Noblesville as well, even in the midst of a pandemic. Ministry right now is like having one arm tied behind your back. Worship is challenging without the beauty of our amazing choir and the community of our fellow believers, but we've done what we can with the technology that we have. Even though it just provides a two-dimensional experience, somehow people continue to find faith and comfort in all that we do. The Holy Spirit's still at work. New people have become a part of our church without having even set foot in this sanctuary. The Teeter Organic Farm has also overcome the challenges that require volunteers to safe socially distance. And it's a limit our ability to raise funds. Our rentals for the retreat center have, were shut down for months. And yet through persistent mustard seed dedication of key volunteers, we were able to triple our food donations to area food pantries in Hamilton County this year. We're within reach of the Teeter Farm becoming self-sustaining. We've laid the groundwork to continue our expansion to make 2021 the best year ever. We have so many people that we've not seen in person since March. I, I was in CVS just this week and saw somebody I hadn't seen since March. He said, I haven't been to church all year. And yet our pastoral care team continues to maintain connection. We've recorded over 2,300 contacts this past year. Meals continue to be provided after surgeries. Prayers are offered over the phone before surgeries. Our homebound are cared for with cards, newsletters, phone calls, poncettas, and lilies. Now, none of these ministries are going to make the news or transform the world in dramatic ways. But every contact, every worship live stream, every Facebook live time of prayer, Every minute volunteered out at the Teeter Farm, it may feel like the contribution the size of a tiny mustard seed, but God has a way of taking these meager contributions and putting them together to produce critical shade and shelter for God's creatures, like the humble branches of a mustard shrub. So I leave you with these questions to reflect on, inspired by this parable. What do you do in your life for God's kingdom that feels as insignificant as a mustard seed? Today, do you need to hear that your mustard seed contribution is significant? And as the mustard plant provides the necessary shade and shelter for God's creatures, can you celebrate that God is able to use your mustard seed gift for something bigger than yourself? I hope so. Let's pray. Lord, Help us to hear this parable as we need to hear it today, each of us in our own situations. Help us to see that, that those, 
those individual acts, those moments that seem so insignificant to us in the grand scheme of things is so very important. And you have the ability to put them together and make things grow and go viral in ways that we'd never imagine. Give us that persistence, that hope, and that deep faith within us so we continue to plant those mustard seeds. This we ask in your blessed name. Amen.